Welcome to another episode of Unlimited Railworks Video Game Choo Choo's Anime Podcast. I'm your host Rose, and uh, here to uh, you know, this is our daily lives here. We've always got the same cast. Here are my two <laughs> cohorts, Elvi. Uh, Hello. Are you implying you're the main character? Like, because sometimes I don't. I in- mean. Here, like, I'm the host, right? So I have to be yeah, the main character. I don't fair. have to be. You can fair. be the main character if you want. You know, this can become the Penguin Days. <laughs> that's that's true. Get that. Well, yeah. And technically, in other circumstances, we're we're a squad of four. Yeah, that's true. Quartet, and then there's no main character. <laughs> there's um, no main character. We, yeah. We have quite a balance, of, a, num- a balance number. We do. <laughs> we're going to return to that balance next time, I think, based on what it here. But, uh, you know, we mm-hmm. still got John here. So, you know, this, this is a trifecta. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. Uh, I actually have experience uh, as a high school boy in the past. Oh, I was going to say, actually, you're the only one here, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, shoot. You can speak to stuff. Uh, as we needed true. that math balance, we need actually. That. We need that insight. <laughs> finally a diversity high <laughs> <laughs> wow no but uh yeah uh, we're here to talk about daily lives of high school boys this month i guess yeah that would be the way to put it um, yeah it's yeah it's a little a, weird as we're recording this august is ending um yeah literally the last day <laughs> it's, the, it's the end it of doesn't the happen Entering like this usually month. does it mm-hmm. or, no no mm-hmm. usually we're like a, a few days early or after mm-hmm. um but yeah we're just smack dab so they still come out like the second for everyone else, but um, yeah, um, you know, this is a real crazy anime, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's a real kooky it's time. A, I don't know how else to put it. It's a kooky time. It's a wacky time. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll actually lead off because I don't think I have too much to say, but I did well, you know, want to say a little bit. Um, I mean, I guess synopsis. You know, if you didn't know, uh, it's an anime. It's just like a gag. Is it a four coma? Was it based off of a four coma? Feels or like it. Like, like it feels Bochy? like it. Let me see. If it, it feels like it, but I don't assume because some of the way the, the skits worked out, it, I'm like, this is no way. This is a short joke. <laughs> like you, I don't know. I think it's just a normal manga based on looking at mm-hmm. this. So okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it's just a little you know gag manga basically about. Um, these i'd say three but there are you know there are several characters involved um but the, the main thing is these three guys 
in high school just fucking around, basically. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Like, I don't know how else to describe it in depth <laughs> if you guys have any ideas, but I feel like that really is just the gist that's, of it. Yeah, that is that is the show. That is the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, I, I put off watching this for a really long time, um, even though everyone said it was really good. And I, I didn't doubt them. I want to say that up front. I, I did not doubt that it was good. But, I mean, it really... And it is good. It is very good, I think. But I was definitely put off because it was, like, a very, like... People post, like, the gags, right? Like, where they're putting on, like, the uh, the, the girls' underwear and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. a couple other gags. Just, like, I've seen them a million times. And I was like, well, what am I going to get out of the show if I've seen it all? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I've seen it all explained. online. And those yeah, aren't the best gags. The whole thing where they're just getting no. in girls' quotes for so those aren't the best gags at all. Those no, are not the yeah. best jokes in the show. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> yeah, funny. and and even outside of that, um, there's a lot of times where it's like those jokes, like the punchline being the thing that is memed around and shown everywhere. It's like that's not even the funniest part of the sequence, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. show, because they, they are very long, drawn out sequences, and they're not super long, but you know they're like decently long. Each like each sequence is like eight minutes long. Yeah. For like, yeah. oftentimes one joke, but they really do go go into it. They really just like keep going on and on in a way that you know sometimes it doesn't work, but most of the times I think it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I mean, the fucking Riverside girl is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> her fucking brother is a really good character also. Um, yeah, there's, like, um, it's just, like, I, I think it's just, like, I, I did the show to service by expecting less out of it. And it's not like this is a barn burn. This isn't one I'm going to, like, I'm lying awake in bed thinking about how good that joke was from <laughs> Daily Lives of High School Boys or anything <laughs> like that. But it's very much a thing where it's like, you know, that, that was enjoyable. It was entertaining. Uh, it was an easy watch. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm not always like big into like, you know, shonen humor type stuff. But like, I think this is really smart with it, even if it's stupid as hell, you know, like it's really like clever. Um, I think all the characters, the voice acting is incredible. That's something that really stood out yeah. to me. I really mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. the three main characters' voices are really distinct and work really well for the gags that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like I said, I don't have too much to say. Just like that is that is my 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 mm-hmm. takes on it is just like I feel like I did it a disservice. I think it's really good, and I think that like people don't express like what the best parts of the show are well. Uh, mm-hmm. online because like its strength comes from the way that it prolongs these jokes and how like it just like wrestles with itself and like keeps making it go on and on and on and <laughs> even just like the way it captures like how like teen like teenagers are right like where they're still being exactly. like dweebs all the time and mm-hmm. they're like but like they still they have they have deep shame for it. Like anytime they're they're mm-hmm. perceived like as long as they're not being perceived, they will do the stupidest shit imaginable, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like even just outside of high school boys, like that's just what like being a high schooler is like to an extent. Like mm-hmm. it's doing a lot of like, you know, cringe things, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but having fun with it. And, um, like I think like a, a scene that really stuck out to me. I think it's like the third or second episode where with the so with the stick. 
where like it's just like the, the second set of boys when they pick up the stick and they're like my god you're the hero and he's lifting up the sword and then the girls walk by and they also stop and stand there and don't do anything and they repeat that sort of gag a lot throughout the series but it's just yeah. it's really true <laughs> like you know like it's just like oh god we're being we're being seen stop 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 then, perceiving like, me thing. please yeah mm-hmm. and then they're like you know what that was stupid we shouldn't do that i'm sorry yeah, it, it's good. There's a lot of really great bits, and I was actually really impressed with it in a way. I didn't think I would be. I thought I would enjoy it, but I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. I think it's really good. Um, what did you think, John, as the boy? High school boy. <laughs> former high school boy, I should say. Yeah. Ugh. Um. No, I, I definitely I feel very similarly. Um. You know, I, I this isn't gonna like enter my top ten or any comedy shows or anything like that. But it was um. It was a very casual laugh. Like it was definitely something that I just I put on. I watched two episodes. I had a good time, and then I just moved on. That was basically what it was. It was just like, yeah, here's an episode or two. We're good. Um. But uh, it was very, very funny overall. Um, just, like, really consistent laughs, really fun characters. I, I liked its attitude towards everything. That they kind of... They, they knew that they were, like, just throwing concepts at you and throwing characters at you. And then they legit have, like, little segments where... Like, before they go into commercials where they'll say like oh yeah here's the sponsors or whatever and on the top of the screen it'll say like we gave you like three more characters this episode right you don't have to worry about what their names are it's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah the show is just very honest with what it's trying to do um and i especially appreciate that they like this show is called daily lives of high school boys and it is mostly focused on the boys but i think they did a good job of showcasing not just how dumb boys could be but also how dumb girls could be like it's a very like it's 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 fun just seeing how like in some cases they're like yeah like it it is kind of like a boys do this and girls do this sort of thing but Mm -hmm. it's in a very like um, it's a very, like, welcoming way, in a sense, you know? It's just kind of like, God, we're all just a bunch of fucking idiots living on this earth. Like, that that's really what it feels like. I mean, sure, it's its a lot more over the top, but, you know, you're talking about, like, how, how many gags are just people being like, oh my god, I'm being perceived doing something a little yeah. silly. And, you know, like, that's something that I would say is very relatable, you know, like, growing yeah. up as a, as a guy, just being, like, you know, trying to do doofy shit, and then just being like, oh god, oh no, a girl saw me. But, <laughs> just thinking about how, you know, like, basically, the girls in the show are, like, the exact same way, and, you know, like, it's 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 the sort of thing where it's it's humbling but it's also empowering where it's just like god yeah we all gotta just relax we're all we're all idiots here it's fine who cares (laughs) just 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 hang out be you it's okay definitely yeah it is yeah that was something like even you know how i am you know me the famous misogyny spotter i (laughs) i was like you know it's not like like yeah a lot of the like very boys versus girls stuff but again it's i barely noticed it most of Mm -hmm. the time because it was just so it was like i said these are like long drawn out bits but they're at a like clip like things are being Mm -hmm. said consistently they're moving past things they're moving on to a new bit like you can sort of ignore it for the most part 
I mean, I wouldn't um, even, for the most part, call it, like, a boys versus girls thing. It's more just, like, like... Boys just, do this. Girls do this. Like, yeah, that type of thing. It's, it's that kind of thing, but it's also, like... It's also kind of, like... It's pointing out how very similar different reactions are to people and, like, how, you know... You know, may- maybe there are some slight differences with th- between the genders, if you will. But I, th- I think in a way, it's trying to be more like, yeah, sure, th- th- there might be some differences, but we are way more the same than we are different. I, I think that's kind of what the show was trying to say at the very least. Like, you know, th- th- they switch over to the the high school girls are funky section, and like those girls are just completely like just as off the goop maybe even more so than the boys like it's 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 refreshing in a way to see something just be like yeah you know what it we 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 are all going through this and we're we're all acting basically the same way it's fine yeah 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 um elvi what did you think what are your thoughts well, <clears throat> the show is, this is a really hilarious series, you know, downright, like, to the core. Like, yeah. it's it's so fucking funny. Um, I don't have a lot to write about it, because, again, it's, like, it's a strangely formatted show where, like, a lot of the sketches are, like, either too, you know, they don't seem to have a consistent one, so it's, like, I would not, <laughs> there's no reason for me to write for the show where it's, like, okay, each thing is, like, a few seconds or, you know, it, it would be just a mess. Like, so there's really nothing for me to write about, so just a heads up. But you'll hear my critique and comments here listening to this episode mm-hmm. right now <laughs> and um yeah i i i love this show it's fucking hilarious it's fucking gut-wrenching hilarious um and i agree with everything said so far i think this is like this is one of the very few anime series which i think is actually a very accurate representation of teenager life which we don't often see in a lot of anime that ironically revolves around young protagonists Mm-hmm. Yet they're always in some sort of absurd, over-dramatized situation. Like they're in some fantasies, you know. This, here's a totally normal setting with totally normal people, and I believe all these people can be real. Like I, I can see. Like I can, I can probably like if I think about it hard enough, I can like people throughout my life, especially throughout middle school to high school, even college to an extent. Like these are people I would have known in some way. Um, you know, these are people I would have crossed paths with, and these are, and, and they're teenagers today. Teenagers today still act like this. <laughs> Very much so. If not more visibly so, because now teenagers have social media, so, um, and, and, like, are born into that world now, so... It very much captures, like, the goofy shit you all, you know, people will do, and, you know, there are problematic things, unfortunately, like, at that age, too, you're gonna end up doing. Like, there were definitely some, like, strangely... Not offensive, but like, like there was a slur here and there I caught, which I don't yeah. know if that was the problem with the subs. I think the subs have I like. I would say yes. Su- I'm going to. I don't. Yeah. Say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, they're actually. Yeah, like th- their interpretation. Th- 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 there was, I was like, well, that's a little weird. There were scenes where people were just saying "baka" and they were like, "Oh, let's throw right. the R word they over, here." Yeah, they over hyperbolize mm-hmm. what was going on there, but you, you, you know what I mean? Like, but even then, like moments like. The guys like, oh, they're stealing the panties of like, like someone's little, you know, like that is stuff that's like, oh, that's bad. But at the same time, that is like, ooh, yeah, that is like the age where people are kind of like discovering themselves, and you know, hopefully one day they mature out of it. But that's very much like akin to like 
the sort of kind of like shit that would go on and you know hopefully mm-hmm. one day you know and you have those conversations about like yeah just like pray you know just all, all this shit like pranks and like people bullying each other like we see we see like all that stuff like like come to pass in across the series but there's always at least some sort of rebuttal to it which i guess goes back to john's point about like we see the girl side you know of things too in their perspective at least and we often see things like how insane the little sisters are and how kind of awful they are to their brothers too but uh, they're kind of giving them shit justifiably because of how like also as awful their brothers are um and yeah just oh my god yeah the the funky high school girls skits absolutely (laughs) insane i think it was the the first one was like they're just bothering the guy in the cap. What's his name? Um, yeah. Toshiyuki. They're just fucking. They're just fucking yelling at him for no reason. Like, they're just fucking bullying. like what? The, I was losing my shit. They're like being mean to him. It shouldn't be funny, but it was funny. And then at a certain point, he was just sick of it because I guess he. I guess it implies he was just used to it, and he just throws them food, and then they just calm down like fucking animals. Like that was so fucking. Funny. Yeah, he tosses it to like, them like bur- yeah, like, like, like at a birds. zoo. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then they just start. Yeah, it, just just stuff like that, like throughout across the board. Just it, it's just so good. Like, it, like, yeah, all of them just kind of like all the gags just kind of like end on a satisfactory note. Um, yeah, what else was? It? I was thinking of like the other skit role. Um, where um, what's his name? The glass Hidenor- uh, Hidenori. Uh, um, the glasses. Um. The glasses guy mm-hmm. and the blonde one, Yoshi- Yoshitake. Um, right, okay, yeah, for some reason there's like a wasp or a hornet constantly landing on his face. And for some reason, the first things he thinks about is just bashing his head into his friend and not thinking about any other solution, like as if like that's for some reason is the best thing he can do. And then, like, of course, it like leads into a whole misunderstanding where people just catch them and in a very awkward moment where like, you know, it leads into a whole like no homo bro thing and i just think it was like i think like for some reason that skin particular stuck out to me it was like yeah that is a very like not that would happen normally but like just just for some reason this numbskull for some reason thinks i'm gonna bash my head in my friend's face because i could not have thought anything else would make sense to swat an insect off my face it was just like a very classic like yeah your idiot brain in high school would probably do this. Like something about that, like something about that awkward moment in your life for some reason would make you resort to do stupid shit like that, like all the time. And in some ways, the series like makes me realize I am glad I am not at that age anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause like in one way, like I guess I don't I don't I can't say I have indulged in like some of the insane stuff they have done in this, but like just this your sense of humor too and like being the and the people you surround yourself by at that age too like you look back on it it's like yeah those were funny times but i'm glad also i'm a better person you know and don't yeah. also you, you know and don't also like feel like i need to constantly impress people or yeah like being constantly ashamed about like oh my gosh i'm being seen you know like well, yeah, like, it is very much a comedy series, like, making fun of this shit and, like, just poking fun at, like, all the random things, like, young kids do all the time. But in a lot of ways, it kind of, like, celebrates the fact that you should not be ashamed of that. Like, you should not be ashamed of, like, kind of that, like, weird, unfiltered aspect to yourself. I don't know. It weirdly has more to say about that problem, about that insecurity over something like, you know, get a reference of past years, Chunbyo, loving mm-hmm. it, you know, like, yeah. like which, which, which that itself, 
you know, again, looking back at that, that is another series taking place in a high school with teenagers. Those fucking teenagers did not act normal. Like they, they were, they're, they were very exaggerated. Like, I, and again, like we all had kind of had conflicting opinions about the ending too and how it wrapped up. And then especially since it had another season anyway, but like these characters in Daily Lives of High School Boys, they they act way more akin realistically to what you would expect out of any teenager in any high school in any part of the world compared to something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, compared to a lot of other anime in high school, like they, they like a lot of them are archetypes, and that's the problem. Whereas in this case, they were not arch. I don't feel like you know there are certain archetypes here where we see that at least at first glance. Again, like the glasses guy, but like he. He on its own, like, he is not what you would think he is, like, if you see that character design at first class. Like, no, everyone here is very much just, like, a, a teenager. Like, there's nothing more to say about it. They're not, like, fitting in a box, you know? You know, there's, like, there's that whole bit with the literature girl, like, the girl by the hillside. Like, and that's, like, in itself, like, a joke, you know? And that's the only thing that stood out to me. But it very much is presented as a joke and not, like, for straight, you know? Like, she's, like, mysterious, you know, and all that. But, like... Like, like, across the board, this is, like, also a great, like, portrait, too, of, you know, what goes on in a Japanese high school as well. Like, you know, just to also get into that conversation where I think people, not saying people, but you know what I mean, like, certain people, like, have this bizarre romanticized idea of, like, what school life in Japan is like because of anime, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no, it's mm -hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know, and then this, but then this show. And all the girls. Right, and... right, school culture festival, like, oh, everyone's docile, it's like, oh, whatever, you know, and then like, you see shit like this and it's like, no, it's, it's fucking un, unhinged, uh, hormonal, insane, like ever, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> right, like people romanticize like the bizarre, like, pure image of what it is like you know like oh the students clean up after themselves like oh yeah they have the school festival it's like oh you know and stuff like they have the, they're a little more they seem a little more autonomous with their clubs they don't really have teachers around you know, eating on the rooftop you know stuff like that like mm -hmm. we don't see that here and if we do see aspects of that it's very much treated in a very um, what's the word? It's in a very non-idealized way, right? Like, again, the whole, the ending credits, which I'm assuming is supposed to reference, like, maybe that was part of a school festival. The fucking insane play they're putting on that makes no sense. <laughs> and they're just wearing these different costumes, being the shit out of each other, with, and there's no real story. Like, and the song is also sung in a very crude way. Like, that is what that is. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not this weird image you see in a lot of other anime that romanticizes high school life. This is this is a more accurate portrait of what that is. Mm -hmm. It's the same everywhere. It's crazy. It's wild. And in a way, also embarrassing. <laughs> you kind of don't want to go back to it. But this is like an actually a very funny look at it, you know, being distant from that age now at this point. It's, it's truly like a funny show. Um, but yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah. It's it's like it's like smart in the fact that it didn't do anything special. That's what's like kind of sad about it. Like it's really just like this person who I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the who the creator but like their creators personally. But I can imagine they're just like, yeah, this is what like high school. This is like what my life was like in school too. You know, I'm just gonna put this out there. This is like kind of the shit I do I've done back then, or maybe this is like the shit I've observed from like you know like how kids are today, and that's that. Like they didn't put much thought into it. And, um, 
as a result, they just made something that actually is shockingly unique in, in the anime genre, weirdly enough, because we don't see a lot of stuff like this. We don't see also um, high school girls be unhinged like this, too, which is also like fun and refreshing. I, I like, you know, just yeah. to additionally add on to the fact that the voice acting is great, but just like all these voice actresses who like are just belting out and making all these guttural noises and like ways. You don't really hear um, female seiyuu often, like, do in their performances for other shows. They often have to do this, like I said, this very kind of specific role where their voice is... I don't know what's the word. I, 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 can't, I don't really know, like, like you know, theory or... Like, I, I don't know. But, like, um, they have to be, like, you know, quote-unquote feminine. They have to stay in a specific way for what their character is. Whereas in this case, no, all the girls are, like, unhinged. They're free to be, like, as feral as they can be. Just yell, yell and go nuts. You're, you don't have to be restrained and to speak in a particular, like, elegant or girly way. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just nuts to me that, yeah, a series like this is, is strangely unique for that reason. Just the fact that, like, it's normal. Um, but it's not normal, you know, but, but it's like it's presenting an average picture of how it actually is. And sometimes, yeah, real life is just funny that way. Right. Um. Yeah, definitely. I think like when people talk about this and call it Nietzsche bros compared to Nietzsche Joe, <laughs> uh, I think that is very on the nose. I think it is kind of the same type of anime, really, to an extent. Obviously, yeah. Nietzsche Joe is more um hmm, i'm trying to think of the word to use i'd say there's a bit more of a warmth to nishijo like um, that's what i was going to say but i was like i don't know if that's too harsh because there is still a warmth to an extent with the other one it's just like yeah I, I, that's fine that, that that is sort of what it is it's just like a very hominess Ni to it a very yeah like, nishijo kind of has oh yeah, Nichijo kind of has a little more magical, you know, not literally, but you know what I mean. It's like a little, there's a little more yeah. fantastical stuff going on, like, you know, but it's not like an emphasized point. Like, there's a little more magical realism mm -hmm. in Nichijo, which I think adds to it being a little more comforting. Um, but I agree, too. It's like similar in the vein of like, this is very much, um, it's, it's very much like this is like an average portrait of like what it's really like. Um, you know, like in terms of like high school shenanigans compared to like a lot of either... Compared, yeah, especially compared to even other high school like slice of life stuff, I can think of. like like Azumanga Daio, you know, like people compare the two Nichijou and Azumanga, but no, they're they're very different. I think Azumanga Daio kind of has like very like 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 over the top stuff in it that's like not reflective of like you know like what what a normal high school day is, especially with how unhinged the teachers are. Mm -hmm. um, but in this case, I think the comparison with Nichijou and Daily Lives makes a lot more sense. Definitely. All right. Uh, oh, oh um, one, one additional note in the first episode that I forgot I wrote this down. Um, I really liked in the first episode how uh, they made a joke about how Square Enix and Sunrise are doing a collaboration. So they just had uh, epic, whatever, Final Fantasy uh, Gundams immediately. I just think more jokes like that should be made. Oh, yeah. In general, with studio <laughs> collaboration stuff. It's just like, man, fuck around and have fun, you know? Um, I worry consistently about how, like, detached everything is becoming, like... You know, like, for example, everything has to be cordoned off to, like, an isekai quartet, as mm -hmm. an example. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this is the place where they can be funny. They can't just be funny in the normal material. I in the think. main series. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. More more like meta jokes like that, I think, are 
Mm-hmm. I think they're fun. I, you know, I think they're really fun. I say this mainly because I think I just watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit and being shaken how that would never happen today. <laughs> Famous anime, that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, but you are right. You're yeah, right. like it's just like this. this not, very, not, like, and not because yeah. of the, the. Absolutely, I think like the level of we, we've seen that we've seen that level of like finesse in anime, like. The problem is, yeah, we, we've seen it in, like, ugly ways. Like, you know, thinking about the recent Space Jam, how it really was just an awful, awful, like, from from my understanding of the negative reception of it, just really, an, like, a very blatant byproduct of capitalism and how something yep. like Who Framed Roger Rabbit won't happen today because it's going to be, like, it's not going to be subtle like that, what it, what it did, you know? It's oh, going to be just like, oh, is, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, brand brand has to be represented correctly. That uh, Firaxis uh, Marvel game, the uh, XCOM Marvel game coming out, where it's like, oh, the heroes can't die because they're Marvel heroes. So Mm -hmm. if they die, that would look bad. It's just like, man. Uh, Right. Right. Like, I feel like if an iteration of Who Framed Roger Rabbit would happen today, they they would force, like, a big known character to be like the, the deuteragonist you know it wouldn't be like yeah. oh we can't just have an original character Epic we can't mickey. risk that no one knows it yeah <sighs> as opposed to making mickey like a cameo and nothing more you know like it would be very much what the recent space jam ended up doing where it's just it was just like a billboard <laughs> in every shot <sighs> um <sighs> yeah and then mean you know, we've we talked about Kingdom Hearts 3 LV, I think, before. <laughs> yes! Like, our issues we had with that and how that uh, So, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's depressing. Uh, so that's why I really appreciated that. Like, a call back to, like, wow, like, man, just fuck around, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that No More Heroes stuff you were talking about, Sean, also. Again, not to talk about too many things that aren't anime, just, you know, <laughs> like, we're, those we're references. You're medium breaking. Yeah. And No mm-hmm. More Heroes 3. No, no, it all connects, like, yeah. It's fun, yeah. The Disney Marvel People vacation. Need to stop being stupid. Yeah, it sucks ass. God, it sucks ass. <laughs> um, stop letting marketing people control anything. They're insane. They're insane. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay, anyways, anime. Uh, I think that's. Uh, did, did, did y'all have anything else you wanted to say? Or do you think we about covered it? I'm good, but uh, we did get um, some questions slash opinions, I, I suppose. Go for me... it. Okay, I guess these are actually all just opinions here I'm, I'm seeing. So uh, if you want to send in a question or opinion, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. You'll see these fine folks right here. Uh, first off, Anonymous just... You know, this this is just like a statement, an opinion here. Uh, the boys are right. Wearing girls' clothes is cool. <laughs> Maybe don't wear your sister's girl clothes. Yeah, don't do that. That's, that's yeah. a little weird, yep. That's real, that, mm-hmm. I'd say that's more than a little weird. That's, like, alarming. I mean, <laughs> yep. I guess, like, if you have no other choice, but... Mm-hmm. I... Mm. Uh... Kwainobu says, uh, back when I first watched High School Boys, I wasn't really expecting much. It had been recommended to me a few years earlier by an old friend from school. I was really taken aback by how funny it ended up being, though. I'm a big fan. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Natalie. Yeah, she, she, she actually was the one who recommended the show. So yeah. Yes, yeah, the Patreon recommendation. Mm-hmm. And Gregory Zero says, the thing I remember most about Nishi Bros was how good the performances were from the entirely star-studded <laughs> cast. Turns out that's really the only thing to remember since most jokes miss and the official what? subs are dated and bad. Well, that's true. Honestly, well, that's true, as, as, as I mentioned, yeah. Honestly, kind of surprises me how popular the show was when it came out. Damn. 
I can sort of Ooh, like got a harsh. I can sort of agree with the notion of like again, like that's sort of what I was saying, right? Like like the when I saw these widespread memes, I was like, the joke they're sharing isn't that funny. Like them putting on the girls' clothes, it's just like yeah, haha, like they're wearing a bra. That's crazy. Like it was just like whatever. But like I I thought that like there was a lot more smart stuff going on mm-hmm. at play. It, with I mean, it's the it, it, further discussion. Yeah, it is it is fair because I definitely don't re- I can't I definitely don't remember like all the skits, you know, and in general, one can't, you know, but like, there's, there were definitely a lot of skits that did not land with me. Like, I did not laugh. Yeah. Like there were a lot of, there are a lot of points where I laughed really strongly, like my lungs hurt. And then there are other ones where I had no reaction at all, you know, admittedly. Um, and a lot of those ones that I can think of, like a lot of them depending on just, you know, just random humor, you know what I mean? It's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just funny because it's like a visual joke or it's just funny because of like the way it was presented, but there wasn't really any substance to it. So I totally get that criticism of, like, there are a lot of points where it's just like, oh, it's funny because it's random XD, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas there, there were definitely, like, a lot more developed skits, I thought, were um, were funny. Especially the whole bit where they revealed, like, the, the quote-unquote normal girl of the funky high school girls was actually really feral and an unhinged bully in her past, which ends up explaining and clearing up a lot of things, of, uh, like, uh, uh, like they're on out, but... Um, there was definitely some other things that didn't really... The payoff, like, was kind of, like, anticlimactic, for sure. I was legitimately surprised when they... I finally saw the... Uh, the there, There is a quite popular meme from the show of the casually she threw aside a large rock. And... I, I I can't believe that that was funnier in context. Like, I didn't it think was. of it... Yeah, like, holy shit. Um... I, w- I won't spoil it if you do want to go ahead and watch this show yourself, mm-hmm. but, like, just the fact that, like, so- like such such a funny bit that, like, something that is so funny by itself, I, I thought was, like, way better in context, so... Yeah, I-, I-, I, think it's- I think it's a good show. It's definitely not, like... You know, like, I, I definitely don't think it's, like, yeah, like Rose said, it's not a barn burner. I-, it's- I think it's a very casual, just, like, yeah, this is fine. This is, like, a solid, like three and a half out of five four out of five yeah, sort of definitely. thing where it's just like it's good it's not gonna breach mm. my favorites but it's good well uh, that's just another day in the books mm-hmm. for us non-high school boys <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. uh, it's been so long since high school now i don't even remember anything um Actually, this is a great transition. Fuck, hold on. You know what else is some daily lives of high school boys? I finished watching Common Rider Forza, um, <laughs> which is all about boys in high school. Oh, shit. Um, so I think I've talked about it in the past. Common uh, Rider Forza is a Common Rider series that is from like 2012 or something. There are a lot of great similarities I can put here. So it's based off of this idea that there's an American high school, right? It's all like, you know football varsity J- jackets and cheerleading in yeah japan? it's in japan it's in japan <laughs> they're they're all space themed right so it's like very like oh, 1960s america I'm, going to like space oh my God. Stuff, like nasa like, yeah iconography. yeah okay <laughs> um but they're all like yeah they're all wearing like varsity jackets like football teams stuff like that like cheerleaders yeah so on and so forth anyways um yeah uh very similar that show was all right all the way through it feels like they sort of lost the plot as it went on but it was pretty fun uh the thing that really frustrated me is it was written by the Gurren Lagan guy and the main the common Rider's main weapon was like a drill for the beginning and then they just stopped mm. using the drill 
for like everything Damn. and just gave him a generic Damn. sword at the end and i was like Ugh. what well they gave him a sword what? that is that like you know how like when a rocket takes off it drops those things down you yeah know what i'm talking about it drops weight it, yeah. it was a sword that did that like so it dropped the things <laughs> down to the side and that my, looked really my- cool my understanding those things are the fuel tanks so it's fueling up yeah it's it's and then it goes up and then it just drops because it doesn't need it it's just extra weight they're just empty yeah. tanks at that point so, so he does that with so the sword, the sword has like gas tanks like what's going it, on it looks it looks exactly the same like and then on the inside it's all like space <laughs> galaxy themed or whatever right. it looks cool um okay. it, basically he slashes it with them and then he kicks them into a space portal and then they're in space and then he just blows them up in space and they die in space which i think is pretty fucked up but you know whatever <laughs> it's fine um it was a fun show overall it was very high school oriented uh, the thing that i was thinking that i just kept thinking about this as we were talking about daily lives high school boys same thing with the subs where every time they say vodka they change it to uh the slur <laughs> every single time yeah like what the hell yeah and I don't it's just like oh, uh, yeah it's that era of how old, translation how old was were the really subs something for that? like do you same year do you as this one the... so okay it was see, the same year there yeah see see it's nice to see how like humor has evolved at least too like yep. looking back in some way but just like uh very frustrating yeah yeah, I know even when I was in high school, like, it was, we were hitting the end, or we were hitting a point where people were starting to stop saying it, you know, like, like, yeah, realizing like when I was okay. in, like, yeah. middle school, everyone was saying it all the time, and then, like, mm-hmm. of course, yep, definitely by the end of high school, people were like, you know, that's not cool to say, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, um, yeah, that show is, it's fun, but, um, it's part of a trilogy, quote-unquote, not really, like, it's just, like, they all came out at the same time and had, like, a lot of the same people working on it um of uh the other one detective one w and uh o's the uh other one that's ska themed um and i think this is the weakest one easy even if it should have been the slam dunk for me it's just weird be- to have like a common writer where it's all like high schoolers you know like people talk about how mm-hmm. a lot of media is about high schoolers and they want it to be more about more adults and stuff like that Common Rider is mm-hmm. usually about adults, like really stupid ass adults, which mm-hmm. is really funny. So then it going to high school is like, you know, I am tired of high school. You're right. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to see all this, you know, drama and stuff like that. Um, especially when all these actors are totally like doing the Riverdale thing where they are like 28 years old and they are playing an 18 year old or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, fun fun series fun show um common rider is always great is the thing that uh has continued to be constant i think it's just fun i'm glad i've gotten into it i know it's not quite anime but it is anime adjacent i think it is directly inspiring a lot of anime so yeah um john hello i haven't caught up on dragon maid how's it going uh, you're fine. <laughs> I'm not missing out. Oh, no. not really. I mean, look, there's been some Lukawa and Ilulu scenes recently. Cool. Which you know you could skip over, but then the most recent episode had this whole segment about Toru taking care of Kobayashi while Kobayashi's sick, which was good. So, 
you really do just take what you can and you just gotta kind of gotta sit there and take your licks when you're watching this show it's, it's rough that really is what you say about that show isn't it it's just you gotta sit there and take it like that is <laughs> i feel like such a is, fucking uh, i feel like such a fucking insane person because everyone's it really while, is an insane thing it's every once in a while someone will be like why are you watching this why do you continue to watch this and i am just like because there's good stuff in it there's because uh, like maybe 60 percent tops of it is really good and then the other 40 percent makes me want to fucking rip my it's eyeballs a, it out it really is a balance of extremes it's just like yeah it's either extremely good or just the worst thing you could possibly ever imagine it's like monogatari in that regard but it is worse than Monogatari somehow. Somehow it manages to be worse, which is not a feat you want to try to accomplish, I don't think, when you're making a work. No? I mean, you know, I, I feel like the Monogatari stuff is just, hey, hee hee hee, I'm a, I'm a little pervy sometimes, tee hee hee. And this is like, I shouldn't be allowed within 300 feet of a school. 300 miles i think just stick them in antarctica just, yeah yeah you you brought up a depressing point i remember last time you mentioned like that perhaps the most important people behind the direction and like i guess editing i don't know just the streamlining of this the series like the first season right this is the second season the adaptation um yeah yeah, yeah of the adaptation is they were the people who unfortunately past possibly yeah. in the fire incident and so so then now like you know of, co of course like prior to that like they were signed onto the series there were probably certain expectations met with like okay here's who's going to work on this series etc and i think and you know again this is just me assuming you know just me trusting maybe they're i don't know like like what is going on like it's, it's a little weird that they yeah keanu chose to like now go full on with these the worst parts of this series and choose to dive that as opposed to like cutting them out or changing them um yeah it just seems like there's like a lot of misguided direction here I, I don't know if intentionally malicious that's the question I don't know um I think if you wanted to make the case it's like they had they struggled so <laughs> we're saying it's worse now it's not like it was all like roses before it's right. not like it was all like right. a real mm -hmm. nice time in season one there was a lot of bad right. stuff but I definitely feel like it was less bad and it was less prevalent and it's like here it's just like it's so pervasive it's in a way that you can tell like yeah maybe just because those people are gone they're not like like i don't want to attribute the, everything yeah to the them, more you know, fit but it really is a case of like people to handle this yeah yeah like maybe they would have been like hey maybe we don't need to adapt the alulu boob joke 30 times mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. i think we got that in the last episode <sighs> it's frustrating it really is frustrating because you hate you know it's easy to to complain about a really bad work like i'm trying to think of one that we all hated uh <laughs> what's one that we hated lv that we, we just both kept watching and we were just like this is the worst <laughs> thing ever i'm trying to think i because i i can picture it in my mind's eye i just can't call to mind what it was called right we just every week we were like several, but... yeah we're doing it <laughs> There were definitely several, and then we just... 
Oh man, like the title just escapes me. Yeah, yeah I did. But you know, you know. Anyways, like we yeah, we will yeah. watch like bad things and we'll be like, yeah, it's just bad. We're just in this because we're sickos. Like yes. <laughs> and um, like this is a case of like this is the worst thing. Like it's easy to watch something. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do something like that. It's harder to watch something where you know there's things that are legitimately good and they're just hampering them. They're hurting them. They're covering them up and taking away from what makes it good for no reason. <laughs> Just no reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so frustrating. Uh, such is the life of a critic. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to get caught off, John. I'm not going to abandon you next time. I'll have seen them all, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that, you mentioned Elma at one point. Elma's still good, too? Oh, yeah. She's popping up here and there. You know, they, they did recently have that, like, little backstory thing with her. Ah, yes. Yeah. That was nice. She is the lovely beacon in this world of her, where she is <laughs> pretty much not associated with any of the bad shit in the show. Like, legit. Yeah, right. I, I can't think of any moment where it's just like, yeah, here, I, I don't want to see Elma. Like, as soon as Elma shows up in something, she's just hanging out she's doing something funny with toru she's hanging out with the kids in a completely normal way she's just a good she's just good <laughs> in a completely good. normal way yeah she's like uh... playing board. she's like playing board games with them and shit you know what that's great it makes how me smile how miserable is it that you have to say that that's what sucks ass that's the problem right there <laughs> oh like if she's hanging out with the kids in a completely normal way uh... yeah Oh, the pain. <sighs> Someone needs to fucking... I don't know. S- severe therapy. Interred <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Elvie, I've... Uh, yeah. I watched ten minutes of this because I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this with some friends and I haven't watched it yet, but I'm dying to hear about it. Tell me about Monster Hunter Delgo. <laughs> the Netflix Hunter original se- uh, original film. The Netflix the Netflix original anime film. So that's why yes. that's why I think I need to bring it up here cuz for some reason they label and Netflix keeps labeling things as anime when they shouldn't. This was I believe yep. an American production. I don't know if they're calling it an anime just cuz the director is Japanese. I don't know what's going on here. Um or because it's like an official collab, like outright approved mm-hmm. and co-produ- co-produced with Capcom. This is a I don't know. Work, yeah. Oh it, yeah. So yeah, like does that count? Like there's parts of it that are you know. So I don't know. I disagree with its definition of it in this case here. Um, you know, not to say anime. I think can be CG. I, I I think, but that's not what's going on here. There's like a lot more reasons why I don't consider this to be an anime. But I'm not going to go into that right now. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, Monster Hunter Legends of the Guild. So, um, yeah, this is a Netflix-produced CG film where it basically um, looks into a possible... I don't, know if they're, it's, I don't know if this is canonical at all. It's likely not. Um, a possible backstory for one of the NPC Hunter characters in the series, in the video game series of Monster Hunter. Oh, really? You know, I did not know re- that. Recurrently <laughs> appears. Um, yes. And... Aid, the red-headed one, Aiden. Um, oh, and, yes. Uh, yes, yeah. And for some reason, they chose him. It's like, yeah, why not? Let's explore his character's backstory. Sure. 
So it's very much true and through. So I, I did not look at any negative reviews of this movie. Like I, I did not want to. I might at some like will. I do. I am debating about just writing up something a little more detailed from here for for, mm-hmm. our, for our platform for our site because I think I think it will pair well with the other Monster Hunter movie complaints I have written. Yeah, about. you have to be, keep it consistent. You have not, I knew, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's, I'm going to make a trifecta. I feel like there's going to be another one that's soon. I feel it. I have a feeling. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be bad. Um, but yeah, it just, just, just like, this is a kid's movie, so I'm not going to give it flack for that. I'm not going to give it flack for it doing, like, kid's movie things where there's going to be, like, jokes that are corny. There's going to be, like, just bits that are just cheesy. There, there are a lot of times where the characters are making jokes and puns out of the monster names, and it's like, oh, you know, eye rolling. I'm not going to give them shit for that. What I will give them shit for is that this looks awful. This, like, looks like fucking shit. Like, like what year was this made? It looks really bad. Um, but that is the worst problem with it, actually. Like, I, the movie itself is not that bad. I mean, it's, it's okay. Like, it's a, a little less than okay, but... It just looks bad. It looks like something made, like, years ago. And I wouldn't even say that. It just looks like something unfinished. Like, it looks like... You know, have you seen a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for, like, a lot of computer-generated 3D movies? You know, it's really cool to see the pro- progress stuff. So, you know, you have things like rough drawings, storyboards, and then here's them, like... Um, what's the word? Here's them, like, you know, like, figuring out the placement of where the characters are... Um, you know, and it's like very stiff models, there's no color or texture, and then you get to the part where it's like, oh, there's like, now color and texture, but it looks weird and flat, and now you reach like a more detailed lighting stage where everything is kind of coming to play, and then you finally see the final stages. This looks like something that was like, still in the second to last stage of like, that process, where like, there's still missing lighting elements, there's still missing colors i feel like they need to add on more to like make it look better you know there's it looks really unfinished um it clearly seems like it's trying to emulate the coloring and art style like uh, with the lighting i would say more accurate like of how the video games look like now like it's kind of like a little muted it's like a little pastoral but it's not quite over it's quite not it's not quite super undersaturated but you know what i mean it's it's trying it's it's going for this light muted look and it's at such odds with how the designs are, where the characters look a little more cartoony than how the video games look. Like yeah, they're a little I more stylized. Yeah. yeah, and then so it's a little at odds with each other where that color palette does not mesh well with clearly cartoony characters, which I think are more deserving of a more vibrant color palette, in my opinion, or at least a different one. It's very at odds with each other. So that was, like, an immediate, like, issue where, like, it, they're trying to emulate how the games look, but it doesn't make sense for the art style they're using, which is more cartoony. And even the monsters, too, look cartoony. Um, the, the second issue, beyond, like, just the surface look, it's like, yeah, how it actually moves, which is a problem for an animation. If the animation's bad, uh-oh, that whole thing's bad, right? Yeah. So, um... There are, a lot of, there are moments where it's like, okay, yeah, the character's walking, character's moving. But then there are a lot of moments where they're, it's very snappy. Um, like, it's very odd. And then it doesn't help that the camera moves in weird ways sometimes. Um, and, like, like it's trying to do, like, like insane dynamic effects. And it just looks weird and jarring. Again, it looks very dated. Like, something like, again, you would see a Togo. 
<laughs> you know, or a movie that like you know Delgo looks like, you know, like an yeah, older CG film where, def- where they're not they don't know how to deal with that stuff those, yet. Like they're not sure like how is how is an artificial camera gonna move in like a digital space, you know? Those red box There's movies. a stiffness That's to it. it though. Like Disney, yes. you know what I'm talking about? Like the yes. they had like those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they're not it, like it clearly it looks very amateurish in which like it feels like the the artists don't know how to move the skeleton of this character quite yet like but very much of a time where good 3d character animation was still a new idea you know it just feels very odd at parts like very odd and uncanny and the thing is though like a lot of the combat scenes actually looked fine and i guess because everything's fast and i'm not paying too much attention or can't see too much of that detail like it seems like there was effort put into that um, so, you know, again, I'm not seeing a lot of mistakes or stuff that looks weird and jarring, but the animation is definitely also really weird. So, overall, it just looks like ass. Like, it just does it moves like ass. Yeah, despite that being the worst part of it, the actual, like, feel and progression movie was not that bad. I think compared especially to the live-action movie, um, I've seen, and you can still find it. It's there on the website, on, on the web. Um... <laughs> It actually is doing its best to capture actually how the games and just the heart of the series feels. And like in a very, in a very like, just, in a, and it's just executed in a very poor visual way, you know? It's just, it, the visuals are just executed poorly, and that was the main issue. Um, like, it, like again, like you're referring back to the combat, the combat looks fine. Like it actually does things like showing the different, like, you know, like uses of the weapons. It actually shows like, um, you know, characters in, like, the different armor set. Like, you know, it actually does a good job of actually showing, like, how fights go out, which tends to be, like, you know, you have multiple people each with their part doing things like setting traps, um, things like, um, yeah, setting traps, like, riding on the monsters, all that stuff. Like, all these different elements and mechanics stuff like that were very absent in the live-action movie, which, which was very much, like, a mili- generic military action film. Like, just kill the monsters and not think about strategy. Whereas here, they very much clearly are doing things throughout the movie, you know, in terms of, like, actually referencing specific monsters, making... And again, like, using corny jokes, whatever. They're actually trying. Um, referring to items, like... And just, like, yeah, just actually referring to, like, basic like just basic ideas of like how systems in the video games do work and like doing their best to incorporate it so it actually succeeds in that end where it's like it certainly captures i think like a very rudimentary surface level of like ah, yeah this is actually what monster hunter is like actually like weirdly enough where that falters though is that they were cramming way too much into what is a movie and that is why i was i thought this was a series at first too it just it just something about it like felt like it looked like a series you know um but it was not. It was just a singular movie. Um, yeah, they just kept introducing all these characters. We get, like, very little time to get to know them. So when one character at the end dies... Oh, wow. It was, it was okay. like, what? Yeah, so a character dies, and it's like, what? We didn't get to know them that well. And that was a little weird. That did not... <clears throat> you know, there are a lot of things about it that was like, what? That did not need to happen. I will go more into it in, over this... In this, in this eventual, more formally written review about that detail and actually spoil that. But here, I'm not going to spoil it. But character dies, and it's like, what? We, what? Why? Like, it just made no sense. It was just like, the arc of, like, us caring about that character, like, did not, like, hit at all within, like, this hour and a half, you know? It, it was just a little silly. It was like, uh, I don't know, it was, it, was just, it was just baffling to me. Like, again, that, that was just disco. They were just cramming way too much 
in what maybe could have been a little panned out better in a series or at least you know just like a multi-part thing but they didn't do that they just like were like nope they're just gonna put it all in here which i feel to a certain aspect they were they were probably experimenting too they were like clearly not sure like oh should we do more of these like there's something about this too like monster hunter legends of Go- something about that feels like there, there was an intent there where we're, we're gonna do many other movies using this ip we're gonna explore like other, like other characters other minor characters from the series and do maybe other similar things which makes sense but uh, yeah just with just with the terrible execution of like the visuals alone of this movie it is not doing hot as it should be but i definitely applaud them for actually getting the charm of the games right like i i sincerely think they did that i I think they did it in a very appealing way that makes sense for yeah a kid's audience you know like this is something i would see on cartoon network in 2007 right yeah that era yeah like totally okay you know like Right, that that level of CG looks like that. It's like this is this should not look that way today, you know. Yeah, like um, today, like today, like it's, yeah, today. Uh, <laughs> that's when I think ever I see the the the, the fucking spider isekai, right? The fucking monkeys, like stuff like that. Oh yeah, like, it's that just was like how is that still sad. happening? How is that still happening when there's stuff like years ago that did it fine and it yeah. and it aged gracefully? So then, what is going on? You know, um, but yeah. But yeah, I was I was surprised that like it handled just content well, like it handled certain things well, but really upfront, I was I had no expectations whatsoever. It just looks like ass, and it does look like ass. There's nothing, there's nothing to exaggerate how bad it looks. <laughs> it's not an anime though, but for some reason it's called <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is just that definition of that era of Western animation. That is what everything about it screams to me. It is so. Right. It's very strange. But I feel like Netflix is just assigning anime to all of their animated works at this stage because they have a section dedicated to it's anime. So and it's annoying. just like, oh well, this will do right, good they, algorithmically. They're aware, they're, they're aware. There's like now a strong, encouraging mainstream appeal to it, and. I don't know, it's just annoying that they're trying to take advantage of that and, like, just presenting this, like, this is an anime, because there's some parts of it that are Japanese, but I'm like, mm, I don't know, you gotta be careful with how you use that <laughs> word. I think it, like, it's meant for a very specific um, thing that defines how a specific type of production is made. Um, it's all yeah. about perspective, right? Who is doing the assigning right. of the name, I think, ultimately. Right. And it's just like, well, right. it's Netflix, so... Mm. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, the, the, definitely heard what you had said, where it's just like, you know, at least this isn't the other one. Uh, yeah. That is, that is definitely the prevailing notion I heard. I didn't hear a lot of enthusiasm, but I heard a lot of like, you know, <laughs> could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Ugh, Delgo. Um, all right. Uh, let's rattle off a, a couple here real quick. Um so the remake your life show to continue that uh, remake our life rather, uh, just time traveled again. Um, again to the what? future, yeah, to wait, the future wait, where he back? has a child. Oh, what? Because what? he so I don't know maybe this will be resolved somehow, but they imply that because he has made the choices he has made, he has ruined all of these other artists' future lives. Holy um, shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. They made like a Dojin oh game, God. right? And then like 
at the mm-hmm. end they're all like, man, you really fucked it up. I don't know. And it's just like, wow. Because they made a doshiki? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh. It's just like, yeah. Also, like, they implied, like, this child. twisted pink woman is might be controlling the timeline. And it's like, what is you doing? What, what is fuck? going on? This is just supposed <laughs> to be, like, a life-fulfillment weirdo anime. I don't know. That are actually answering, like, oh, no. There's too much going on there. It's 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 really weird. Does That struck out to me. I was just like, why did they do it again? I just, like... Well, <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, we'll be interested to see where that goes. Um, the it, other thing it I was just ma- sounds like a very silly series. Like every it time is, I hear it brought doesn't. up, it's just like, what is going on? This is not yeah. what anyone had expected from this. I think. No, like, you thought it was just going to be a straightforward thing, and it's just like, okay, yeah, like- yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, my other thing I was going to say real quick is that Irma is great still they just did an episode where they yeah. all go to clara's house and that they was just go to her house fucking great they just hang out oh that was so good <laughs> uh i really liked the little irama bit at the end um where it's like you know they do the sukima uh you mm-hmm. know cr- crayon shorts or whatever and it was yeah. just like they're like oh wow what is clara's brother who is normal what is he the like because he's at, he's at school right now or whatever yeah and they're, they're just like all the other ones like he's a freak he's disturbing and they're like my god if the clara kids think he's disturbing he must be the most fucked up man alive <laughs> <laughs> or whatever i thought that was a he's good just bit. normal and i saw the next episode's like an amory date episode which looks very good because uh, I love to see Amory. Uh, shockingly, they've made you know, you know, I'm the I'm the big gay liker content, uh, but you know, I don't mind these 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 straight pairings here. I think they're they're all right because <laughs> all the characters are normal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, they, it's just they, a good. They, there's all a good. Yeah, there's each a good argument as to why that makes sense. Wait, wait, why that pairing makes sense, I think. Yeah. yeah. On the flip side, I'd say, I fucking hate Horny Man who is back now. I hate the Horny Man oh, yeah. who they freed from prison. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. He was freed from prison. <laughs> I like that he's a member of Organization 13, though. Yeah. I think that's funny, that they introduced Organization 13 to Irama. <laughs> that's basically what that is. Although, the half-robe is a really weird choice, because... Then you have like the the white haired lady just wearing mm-hmm. no clothes and half a robe, mm-hmm. which is like okay, mm-hmm. uh, just hanging out. But it's such a good show, and I don't know how they do it. Like it's by all accounts, I feel like I should be bored by now, but it's just so nice. I don't know. It's just nice all the time, which I think is what we've said in the past about Irma always. Mm-hmm. But it, it really is <laughs> like just nice. Yeah. All Sometimes the characters they enough. keep adding. Yeah, like just Sometimes the, it is. They keep adding really good dynamics with other characters that haven't interacted mm-hmm. before. Like, uh, yeah. Caligo and um, fucking Opera yeah. is, like, the one that I keep, like, I'm, like, I'm so glad they introduced yeah, that, that was, one because it's really a, good. That's a funny, like, bit they introduced. Like, they actually have a back, yeah. Yeah, and every new character they introduce is also really good, like, the teacher and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm impressed that it's so, so good. And they're getting into more oh, battle stuff. You know? teacher. Yeah, yeah. Balum. Yeah, he's he's nice. He's wonderful. He's a great character. Um, and 
I think it's interesting that it feels like maybe they're like slowly working their way into a more like battles oriented series, maybe slightly mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. how things have been escalating, you know, uh, and I'd be curious. Yeah, there's definitely something goes. to it, too. Yeah, there's always something to it, too, where, like, I, I really like how they're actually pushing more of the other classmates into, like, actually being characters now. Yeah. It, as opposed to just being background characters and, like, actually now they each have their own thing. Like, we saw that, like, a couple episodes ago where, like, some of them even, like, progressed further. I, I've progressed further in terms of rankings, even compared to Iruma, or at least, like, got close to him. So it's like, oh, okay, they're actually making some of them stand out for a reason, you know? And it, do, it does it does lead to the question, like, oh, are some of them going to now actually... Yeah, like like battling stuff, like a little more action stuff going on that might happen down the line, in terms of like each character having their own specialties and skills. Yeah, it's a fun time. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see here. I don't want to leave you out, John, but I know you only have two things here, so I'm trying to pace you out. No, it's okay. Do whatever y'all want. I mean, I, I, all, all, all I have is an insane rant, so. Okay. Uh, do you want to go on your insane rant now or after LV talks about something? I can wait. Okay. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you gotta prep yourself. You gotta like, you, you know, yeah. Yeah. Gotta do some stretches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta warm up. <laughs> all right, LV. Tell me about. Yeah. Oh, what, what do you want to talk about? You can take your pick if you'd like. I know we have a couple oh, here. Yeah, I would. I would like to talk about uh, Fina Pirate Princess because that heavily advertised came out. Crunchyroll anime. Yeah, heavily heavily advertised Crunchyroll Times Adult Swim collab. Like there you go. It's very good. It's very good so far though. Like I had certain expectations for it. I was already like, huh, this looks good, and I am glad so far. <laughs> so far, at least, those expectations have been met. Um. It very much feels like an old school like adventure epic series, which um, I think we haven't seen in anime for a while. I mean, there 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 are some series recently that do that, like the Dragon Quest series, I, Adventure of Die. It kind of does that, like very similar, like intentional feel of like there is like a there is like a narrative there that needs to that has a conclusion at some point, but it's very much like we're going on different things. You know, there's like a huge cast of characters, and we're doing different things on a journey, you know, ongoing journey, and just stuff happens, you know. It, it just it just feels very classic in that sense um like this is like a Ro- you know like a robinson crusoe type shit and i'm saying that because there are pirates uh <laughs> and um it basically revolves around this uh young woman uh who she lost her father in some sort of incident where his ship was attacked um and now, she, you know, like, you know, growing up as an orphan, she, she, like, you know, she's some, it's basically some sort of fictionalized world where in the 18th century, where it's, it's not steampunk, I'll say that. At least so far, nothing has said anything that this is steampunk or some sort of diesel punk thing. But there's definitely some sort of fantastical elements at play that are not quite surfacing yet, but there's something going on for sure. But she basically grew up in like fictional, Britain, the British Isles, like I don't, like, I don't know, I don't know what the state of that empire is going on at that point in time. But uh, she is forced to like marry someone. You know, I don't know what's going on with who, who, who raised her, who's her guardian. But ultimately, she escapes because she manages to reunite with like old friends of her father, who are like, you know, we are here to protect you. All these years ago, we're glad you're alive, etc. And they basically whisk her away to again, like more older friends of her father, like this 
Japanese man who apparently <laughs> who apparently lives on this like isolated island where he's training a bunch of warriors. It's like really badass. Um, and yeah, they're all just talking about like how they all have these connections and like close bonds with her father and like how saying like you know, like how she doesn't know why, you know, she doesn't really know their actual circumstances of why he was killed. It was clearly like a deliberate thing where he kind of knows some sort of information or knowledge that is probably like really sacred, you know, et cetera. Like, again, we as the viewer don't really know what's going on either. Fina, the main character, also doesn't know like what everyone is talking about. So they're very much like, so they're very much encouraging her, like, you got to go on this journey and find what the hell there are to, these answers to this thing, which is like this rock, at least so far. There might be more to this rock. Like, like her father, like, left behind a special rock um, that might be a key to whatever is going on. Like, if he was researching something, which I feel like, you know, again, a lot to a lot of these, like, stories, it's always some sort of, like, symbol to paradise, right? Like, I think a lot about Vinland Saga, where it just makes a lot of sense, where some sort of symbol to paradise or some sort of, like, you know, like, fictionalized or mythologized land that is, like, the key to life. It's, you know, it's one of those things where I think that's what's going to lead into, but... As a result, she has no choice, but she can't, she could easily just stay safe on this badass warrior island. Everyone can protect her. They're farming and like doing cool shit and just living a, a great agricultural life. But she's got to go. She's got to find the answers to her past because also it's clear that there are like, I, I don't know, I think it's the British army. I'm not sure what their situation is. It's, someone was called a captain or something. It might be the British army. They're still after her. So she can't stay put anyway. So. Of course, she has handed down some of the island residents who are vowed to protect her, etc. And they're off. They're off on a ship. They're off traveling to find answers to the One Piece. It's not the One Piece, but it's a piece of rock. It's a piece of it's a piece of a shiny rock. So it's certainly a One Piece of something. Um, but I love it. It's so cool. All the characters are great. Like there's great dynamics. Um, I appreciate that there's this balance of her not being quite a girl boss like <laughs> sorry i'm using that word but also she's not quite a damsel stress there's like a good balance where it's like yeah she is not someone trained in combat where she's not gonna be magically great at things she's gonna need someone to, you know but at the same time she's not like helpless she knows what the hell she's doing she's very assertive like there's a the whole thing in like what's really funny in the first episode is like yeah she's getting arranged to marry like some gross scumbag and um she she just wrote up this she concocted this whole plan to escape it was like really funny she did it in a very childlike way with crayons and it was just, it was just, just telling one of her like friends about it it was just really funny where um uh where like she's be, you know she's being led to this guy's room and like and she's like why are we going to the top floor and you know he's like oh he specifically wanted to meet you at the top floor and she just loses her mind where she's like my plan is ruined i can't escape now because if i jump off the top floor i'll fucking die like I, there, it was just like how the execution of that scene was really funny um like she she like has a, like a lot of like moments where she's thinking to herself and like it's like just portrayed in a very cute way like we see like a little chibi version of herself and she's just thinking all of these scenarios um there's this whole thing like when um <laughs> i mentioned anastasia in the notes there's this whole thing when like yeah when she escaped like her father's burning ship when he was you know um there was this young boy who like saved her he might have been a servant or something like he helped her like escape and then like it's, it's they don't hide who he is like he's essentially mm -hmm. one of the people who ends up being the samurai the swordsman protecting her and they clearly and they have like um 
like will they or, they keep having will they or won't they moments and it's like oh okay come on but you know it's it's a little like a little weird but it's it's not something that gets in the way at least so far but it's kind of funny that i haven't seen like a relationship dynamic like in a long time in anime you know like the guy is very cold but he clearly cares about her but she's just like oblivious you know but i don't know but she also clearly like loves him too and they're not saying anything so it's a little weird but but it's something that doesn't get in the way. But it's also, yeah, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't like circumvent the main plot at hand again, at least so far. But overall, it's just great. Like I, 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 I'm having fun with it. It's a very fun series. Again, all the character dynamics are great. Everyone, you know, there's a lot of characters in the series, and I don't feel like I feel like everyone's getting like great like airtime in terms of like who they are and knowing who you, they are immediately by the time you just meet them, you know. Um, it's a series I think I'm very much interested in probably seeing the dub too, because like there's a lot of moments that kind of I realize don't make sense, or at least they do make sense, but they don't like they don't land as well. Where like a lot of moments where yeah, you have like the, our main character who was like a, basically a white woman raised in the British Isles, and everyone else is like Japanese. They're supposed to be Japanese, or at least some analogy to what Japan is in this world. Again, it's not quite. It's a it's a fictionalized version of this world, so I don't know what. They've been throwing out a lot of location names that are clearly clearly fictional. So like mm. I don't know what Japan is in this world, um, or at least what iteration of Japan is in this world. Um, and there were there were there were moments where they were like making jokes about like a character mispronouncing a, another person's name or some character mispronounce like a character not understanding what a Japanese word is and being asked to be explained at like for instance Fina herself is like oh I don't know what that is like like someone's saying a food name it's a Japanese food and she doesn't know what that is. And it's a little weird because everyone's just speaking Japanese, so it's it kind of doesn't land, especially when it comes to things like characters mispronouncing names, you know, um, and language barriers. So I, I'm very curious how the dub actually pans out, which I can probably just see because again, this is actually yeah, this is a simultaneous Adult Swim production, so it is like you said, being heavily marketed and overpushed um, in a lot of ways across different platforms. So it's probably something you can catch on their streaming service, but. Overall, it's it's great. It's really good so far. I don't know, I don't know how long it will. Oh, it's twelve episodes. So, at least so far, but it's just really good so far. I'm having a good time with it. Um, I just I do recommend it. And yeah, it just it just looks good too. Like animation wise, it's 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 great. The combat's great. Everything like just looks good. <laughs> it feels good. It's a good series. It's definitely a strong one. I think nearly capping off the end of well no 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 i mean but it's like end, end of fall of the season but not the anime season sorry this is the winter anime season technically but it's start it's starting midway but but no yeah i i really enjoy it so far i i sounded interesting to me when i was reading it but i was worried that it was going to be another um it was advertised in the same way that um oh what's it called the snow princess um Oh, you know Princess what it's like, of lot from this Joran, season? Princess of Blood and Snow. Yeah, that one. And I heard that that one was. Yeah, that was one, one. That was one of the ones I draw. Like John and I saw it. I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. So I was just <laughs> like, oh, getting the same no, vibes from this, is, but I, I think it's just because it's very, a Princess and it was heavily advertised by Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a total. That was that is very totally different from this. I would say, I would say, uh, it, uh, the big, the, the big difference to iterate. I think all the characters here are likable and charming. <laughs> From what I remember of that series, it was like, ooh, everyone is terrible and like, and not in a way that it it feels not in a way that was immersive for the story. It was just like, oh, everyone's actually terrible. 
I don't know why I'm watching this. In this case, it's like, no, I want to keep watching this. Everyone's wonderful. I want to see if everyone survives. Like, I definitely, three episodes in, I'm like, ooh, if someone dies, I'll be hurt. You know, this is one of those things. I'll be already hurt. Like, I, I think, like, you get a really good feel of everyone so far in this, this big cast. I'll give it a whirl once I finally have anime time. Uh, soon, <laughs> actually, I think. Um, so, uh, actually, and speaking of, uh, little chibi versions of characters talking about things or whatever, uh, which was actually really long ago, so it's not a great transition here, but it's all I could think of when you said it. Villainous, real quick. Uh, are you watching this, LV? I still haven't gotten on to it yet. There's like a okay. lot of stuff that like I know has a season two and is ongoing that I kind of put off because I'm like, oh, it's just there. I'll get to it, you know. <laughs> one so, of those things. It's this on the one shelf. is definitely less of a priority because it is like compared to the first season, like it feels like it's just going. It's just like yeah, it's just going. Like the uh, the something about right. that, that struck me about the first season was like, you know, it's it's playing the whole conceit of the show right. Is basically, hey, you know, right. Katarina is, she knows the, the VN that she's in. She knows how it's going to end. Right. So she's working her way around it. But now it's like, oh, the VN ended. So we're going to abandon all the stuff about the VN and yeah. just do a general romant romantic right. drama like it, thing. It kind of lost direction. So it probably doesn't know what to do now. Yeah. And there's just a lot of episodes that are like, it's clear they're dedicating an episode to each person. Um, but mm -hmm. instead of the first series where they elegantly formulated an arc around a specific character and then had the other characters interact with it and engage with it, it's literally just Katarina, the character from her mm -hmm. squad, and then new characters that they invent for this character. So, for example, mm -hmm. um, there was a the first arc was they were introducing Jordo's brothers and stuff like that and talking about you know oh hey they're getting married or whatever and then like a woman related to Jordo's marriage kidnaps her and then it's this whole arc that they, and they keep adding new characters to talk about and pathos for those new characters etc etc and then it's like now it's like the the uh, Jordo not Jordo uh, Keith arc her brother her stepbrother and he's like it's like oh he got kidnapped also and oh no <laughs> this is his old family or whatever and here's all these new characters for his old family it's just like man you don't need to keep adding new characters and they also keep adding new characters who love katarina also again they added a mm -hmm. new glasses man they added two new ladies uh mm -hmm. like a bunch of other stuff like it's just like i don't know like you have enough characters i feel like you could just like like, why don't you just have the game? Like, the Mar Maria hasn't been in the show at all. Is like, mm -hmm. which sucks because she's such a you know, like she's a major she's character. She's ostensibly yeah. supposed to be like the, mm -hmm. like one of the main love interests, quote unquote. And it's just like she does not do anything. She hasn't been around. Um, and it's just a bummer because uh, I really enjoyed the first season a lot, but now it just feels like it's going through the motions and not even through the motions of the past, just the motions of the genre that it was spoofing to an extent it is just it has become the generic vn basically is what i'm saying mm -hmm. like it and it's 
It's not the worst thing to watch. It's still entertaining. Katarina's funny because she's stupid as hell, and everyone just keeps going, God, she's so stupid. This is insane. Like, how does the woman get to be this way? Um, but it's just like, I don't know, I feel like abandoning the crux, the, the conceit of the show uh, is just <laughs> a weird thing to do. Especially when it's probably the most interesting part and the driving force behind everything. But yeah, now they're just going into like, you know, generic fantasy world. Oh, look, here's all this magic. Here's all this class divide in the society. We're not going to talk about it too deep, but you know, uh, it's not the worst, but it's, it's disappointing because I really, really like season one. Um, all right, John. Right. Yeah. John, what is your Pokemon rant? Is it what you were talking about earlier? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm I kind of feel bad for having an opinion about this because it's I don't know why it's fine. I think it's valid. Okay. Well, my opinion is this. Uh so I I think I talked about this previously. I might be repeating myself. I'm sorry. I got I don't got good memory these days. That's fine. But just this past the past few episodes of Pokemon, they Okay, so the newest episode was pretty normal. It was just like some person who was a who some like kid who was like too into the Pokemon lab wanted to like be better than them, so he like sent his Kecleon in to delete all their data and you know, and goes uh What's the fucking middle evolution of Sobble and Inteleon? I don't remember. The second one. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Like Drowdy? I don't... Drizzile? Drizzile. Drizzile. Drowdy? Drowdy, yeah. It's Drizzile. <laughs> I remember that now. His Drizzile, his Drizzile evolves in this episode. That's basically it. The episode before, though, was just a battle. It was a battle with Ash in it, and it brought up my least favorite part of the show is are the straight lace Ash battle episodes because Ash battle episodes are just bullshit. They are <laughs> no, but like because okay, they go off no, go no, off. they are. They show other trainers having battles. They show other characters battling each other, and it's pretty straight-laced. It's pretty much just, yeah, whoever has the better tactics wins, usually. Ash, like 90% of the time, wins because of some bullshit. And... like You're right, you're right. I'm sorry, it's just funny to, to hear, you know? Like, it, it's so true, but... No, yeah. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, you know, you think about other shows that have characters that, like, pull tricks or do things that are kind of outside the rules, and why that mm. doesn't bother me, but this does. And, like, especially, like, I'm thinking about, like, JoJo's. Like, I just think about, like, why do I not like this, right. but I like Joseph Joestar? Um, and I just feel like the reason is, is because... He's playing so outside of the rules that it is, like, outside of anything. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's not just like, oh, I've counted your ability because it's funny. Like, in this episode, it's Ash against Volkner. If you remember Volkner from Gen 4. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the battle is pretty normal throughout. They it makes a good amount of sense. They run through pretty much everything exactly how you'd expect. And they introduce about halfway through the episode that his electivire has um it's like motor absorb or it's 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 the the ability that if you hit it with an electric type move, it boosts its speed. And so you know, they bring that up, they show that and it's, you know, it's 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 used throughout the episode. Ash finishes the battle by using his Z move with this Pikachu that is an electric type move on that Electivire and it just like overloads the Electivire and knocks it out. I went and double checked. I like my nerd ass went and double checked and was like, okay, what happens <laughs> if he uses an electric Z move on an Electivire of this ability? And sure enough, it negates the attack and just raises its speed. So it's just like, like I, like, there, there has to be other ways that they could write around this, you know, that isn't just bullshit. That isn't just, yeah, Ash won because we said, said, said he wins. Like, it just, it feels like lazy writing. It feels like it's, you're disrespecting the character, you know, you're disrespecting the ability of this character that you've had going for years and years and years to, you know, win things based on his own merit in a way. Um, you know, like when I brought this up, I had so many people messaging me like, yeah, like like the, the the classic ones are like the, you know, turn on the sprinkler system in Brock's gym or aim for Rhyhorn's yeah. <laughs> aim for Rhyhorn's yep. horn and all that, you know, like even though I remember that. Yep. <laughs> even though now like it won't, like the, the, the like the Pokemon games were like reverse inspired by the anime because Rhyhorns can now have lightning rod ability which would just let them absorb electric type moves and negate them because they're ground types it's just it's it's stuff like that that just it, it's it's frustrating because you see like every other character who wins Pokemon battles they win legitimately and Ash is the only like seemingly the only one who has to pull this kind of shit in order to win so it makes his victories seem lesser and like like he didn't really deserve them and that is just such a weird thing i don't know like like i'm not expecting them to be like we need to have it like ash needs to have this perfectly balanced team so he's going out there and he can perfectly counteract everything that gets thrown like i'm not i'm not asking for that but i would just like consistency like if if Ash is going to do this, I want to see everyone else pulling this kind of shit, you know? Like, I want them to just throw everything right, out the window. Right, it's just him, yeah. yeah it is right. just him. Like, if, if you know, if Go got in a fight and he was like, damn, I'm fighting some other water-type trainer, but I can have Inteleon use its water-type moves to make it slip, and then it'll fall into the grass and that'll... Or, or that'll cover it with mud and then it becomes a ground type like I don't know if they just did dumb shit like that with everybody then I'd be a lot more understanding but if they only do it with Ash and they that just makes everything he does feel like he didn't deserve it and yeah so like it's, it's such a weird thing to get hung up on I know I'm complaining it's about just... a kid's show 
it's like you get an almost realistic portrait of what the games or what like a games can be like when Ash goes into the thing and then like he just gets swept by like some really stupid higher level Pokemon or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Like it's just like that's almost more realistic and that's the most frustrating part of the show usually. Because <laughs> just like you expect a degree of like engagement with the source material, right? Like you expect like an adaptation, but it's just like it's a completely different thing. Yeah, either be be an be an exact adaptation or go completely off with it. Like they are just the way I described it is everyone else in the show is playing baseball and Ash is playing Calvin Ball and nobody's stopping him from just playing Calvin Calvin Ball and winning. It's just like okay, you know, like I get it, he's ten, but like he's he's up against adults and he's going ahead you know it's not like they're just being nice or whatever he's actually winning like events and shit you know it's it's a Mm. weird thing where it's like i don't know i would like i would like to see someone kick this boy's ass (laughs) no not not no i'm i'm just kidding it's it's a it's a weird thing but yeah that is how i feel no i definitely get like you know, you're like, oh man, why am I complaining about a kids show? But no, I think it's, I think that's a valid point to bring up. This is a kids show, and it's weird that, you know, there's a degree of like, you know, kids shows like this, and if you look at other like, especially shonen shows where it's meant for really, really young boys, mm-hmm. or at least directed to. There definitely is always the whole thing with the main character often getting into like day day ex machina stuff. Like, okay, they're the main character; they can't die. You know, there's certain there's certain barriers where they often set up. Like, you know, the main characters can't fail. Like, if they fail, there's always some way to gotta work around, right? It's it's definitely weird to me. They're not even doing that. That they're not showing like it's okay to make mistakes. And then here's here's a viable solution that's valid. That you know, here's how Ash can these battles yeah. like you know like it, it is definitely weird they're not taking that approach that this main character is imperfect um th- i mean this main character isn't perfect but there's definitely going to be a lot of like nets safety nets we're going to give them so that they're not going to fail all the time or that, that we're going to ensure young kids that hey they're still going to be successful they're a hero you know they're they're going to still be fine they're going to be just fine yeah, instead they're just making him perfect all the time, which is definitely like, like again, yeah, I agree, <laughs> mis- misleading to how things should be, especially in contrast to everyone else in the universe. Yeah. Like he definitely loses here and there, but okay. when he does lose, it is because he is thoroughly outskilled and he doesn't get <laughs> okay. to pull any yeah. bullshit. Like you know, like like, I, like I'm, I'm, they're gonna have. I think he's gonna have a match sometime against uh, what's her name, um, B. And I'm just imagining there's going to be a part where, you know, Pikachu's fighting Lucario and he's going to be like, aim for the spike on its chest and it's going to conduct the electricity for some reason, even though it's a steel type. <laughs> or like, I'm just expecting that kind of shit. It's like, I would just like it to be consistent. I would like somebody to pull some of that shit on him. I would like the other characters to pull shit on other, like, just, just have other characters play around with the world. Don't make it just him. I think that's a valid complaint. I think that is completely fair. But that's it. Um, I hope that's not it. I hope they do something because I feel like when, like we were, you were, you were very happy, and I think most people were very happy when they started going crazy with the Alola stuff and actually mixing stuff up for Pokemon mm-hmm. in the anime. It's just like it would be nice if they could actually do something cool with the battles. I think that's something people really like about the Shadowverse anime, right? I think from like the Shadowverse people is like they actually do Shadowverse things. 
I mean, as an example, like I've only watched a little bit of it, but that was something that was really cool about the latest Yu-Gi-Oh series was they mm-hmm. made it very much like how those decks work in real life, you know? So like people who were big fans of those decks were like, oh yeah, no, they're using this stuff just like I would in real life, you know? And they kept it interesting because you know there's some decks where it's just like yeah here i'm doing like 50 things all at once and it my turns taking forever but they like figured out a good way to like properly present those decks in a way that is normal and not overwhelming and it's just like yeah here's actually how to play this and here are all of those little pieces that go together and you know Maybe that's more difficult for Pokemon because it's, you know, it's a lot more limited. It's four moves on six Pokemon, and usually these people aren't even using six Pokemon. They're using, like, two or three. Um, So I understand that that's probably a bit harder than, you know, say, a 40-card Yu-Gi-Oh deck or however many cards are in a Shadowverse deck. But, you know, they've got to figure something out to make it just, like, they, they need to be a little more confident in pokemon they need to be more confident that people want to see how these fights go because like there are epi- there, there was an episode semi-recently where it was like leon fighting lance and i remember that just being cool because it was just a legit fight between two guys who knew how to use their pokemon and neither of them had to be like all right charizard you are weak to water so you need to breathe fire as hard as you can to evaporate all the air around Gyarados. Like, no, he just fucking beat Gyarados's ass because he's strong. Like, <laughs> you know? And it was also really sick that Lance had the red Gyarados because it was like, oh, I remember that from the game. Yeah, I remember that. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More game representation, that's what yeah. we need. Exactly. Last thing. Elvi, what's this about a Macross Delta concert? Ah, so... It's less of a Delta concert and more of the concert for Walkure or however the hell you pronounce. I yeah, just wanted I to make a little joke here. I get you. I get you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad joke. I will not repeat it. Um, <laughs> but um, this is like from 2016. I think this is when Delta Macros Delta freshly came out yeah it's it's, it's a couple years ago at this point i don't know if they're well before i get into that thought this is like a 20 this is a a stream a restreaming actually maybe it was never streamed before to international audience i think that was the whole point but this is a official recording of um a concert of the idol unit that appears in macros delta um and it was like their first concert for their first album and yeah so I have a lot of opinions about Macross Delta and a lot of them are not good. Uh, <laughs> I think I definitely side with a lot of the polarizing opinions where people, you know, people who watched the franchise and follow it, like definitely, I, I was, I agree with it. Like, I think it was one of the weaker installments and a lot to do with the fact that they have all these characters in it and they just don't do anything with them. And it's like a shame. And, um, so, so the whole recurring thing across the franchise is that, yeah, there's mechs and there's idols. Those are the two main things. And each series, you know, because of how, like, many years pass by per series getting put out, per a new canonical installment coming out in the mainline series, like, each idol and the sort of music that is a theme in the series is kind of reflective of the era it came out. Like, in real life and not in the fictional year 
the series takes place in, like in the real. So the original series is very, you know, you have Lin-Min May, who is like kind of like, you know, like from, you know, the 80s, the late 80s, early not like even probably late 70s. Like it's it's it's, it's really old at this point, like early, um not to 90s. Um, where she's very much characteristic of like, you know, like J idols in Japan in the 80s and 90s, like like that particular style of singing too and like how she dressed, etc. And then in the Macross Frontier, you see like Ron Coley and Cheryl Noom, like these two women, these two young women, and they very much like epitomize like how J-pop like was into the, in the two thousands. Yeah. Like you know, they got like <laughs> they got Mayan to voice one of the you know voice one Cheryl Noom, um, at least the singing voice. She, I don't think she was her acting voice, but like like yeah that woman's career is very much super like y2k japan you know like if you just like her manner of dress like etc so my macros delta is pretty much you know like a couple you know came out 2016 a couple years ago this is like when it was recognizing big idol groups are like popular again or at least there's some sort of interesting re-interest in them or at least some new re- uh, re-interest in them and i think it i'm not going to deny i think there's definitely some connection to like a big interest in K-pop groups, like in like in with the international success, like the bigger, more mainstream international success of like K-pop groups and like big ones specifically. Um, so I think in that return, that connects back to like a uh, revisiting of like big J-pop idol groups, like idol units where there's multiple, like there's more than two people in one. So that's like kind of the idol part of Macross Delta. Um, where the, the, the main music is coming from, like, the, the music themes are coming from, like, an idol unit of, like, more than one girl. Um, and yeah, where the problem lies is that, like, they just end up focusing on the one main girl and they don't really develop everyone else. So, like, like you know, long story short, like, a, like a, a big problem with, the, with, I think, Delta was that it, 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 it wasn't... It was trying to balance both two things where I think it wanted to be an idol show first. So, you know, if you watched any idol anime series, they all have like this format. They all have a very similar format of like, yeah, they're going to each just focus on the different characters, their lives working together, shenanigans. Uh, maybe each episode has one character. You know, it tried to do that, but it didn't, it didn't really like, it, it did parts of that. And then, you know, it still has the balance of the fact that this is a mech series. There's, like, a sci-fi story going on here. And, it, like, it definitely had trouble, like, combining the two in one cohesive thing. And it just it just didn't know what it wanted to be or focus on, you know? I, a lot, I think a lot, I think the big problem was, like, oh, a lot of people felt like it was, it was, it wants to be an idol show first and with less of the Macross part. Um, but that said, although this is, you know, a long rant aside... <laughs> Although I thought Delta was kind of weak, and I don't know what that means for future Macross series, the music still bops, <laughs> still all solid, still all bops. Um, and I think this is the first series too where Yoko Kano is not involved. Actually, oh, she's really? actually consistently involved. I think so. I, I but it's interesting because there's some songs that sound like her touch, but no, I think she has been hands off of Macross Delta. Um. But she's been involved with every other series in some capacity, whether it has at least contributed to some tracks. If she didn't make the whole, if she didn't help with the whole soundtrack, she at least has contributed to some tracks. But she didn't do anything at all for Macross Delta. But the songs still bops. That is like the biggest, <laughs> that's the most important thing in this series. Um, 
Um, and yeah, I, I could just, just watching this concert, it was just so apparent, yeah, that, I don't, they were really pushing the idol angle, I think, above all else, as opposed to, I don't know, just the, just the, just the concept of the series. And, and too, I don't know if, like, how the other concerts were, I know they had anniversary concerts where they reunite a lot of the cast members, which is fun and sweet, and unfortunately I haven't seen those, there's no, like, official proper release of those yet, but... I think this is the first one where they sincerely had, like, a tour of, like, a group. Again, to sell, like, the idol unit separate from their fictional selves. Like, you know, like, again, Winman May and then Roundcudge. You know, like, all the fictional Macross idols. They all had, like, things like singles and, like... But I don't think the actresses as their characters, like, had, like, full-on tours or, like, dedicated ones separate from like oh we're, we're at a macross concert this was this one was very much like here's the Walkerie attack concert for their first album and if you like cedar like music video views there's a jillion people who like watch this so it's just <laughs> it's just kind of interesting to see yeah something that's very reflective of the music trends now of like at this day and age just idol groups big 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 which I think also is, you can see that kind of in like VTubers in a little in a little ways, which does influence in that, like they connect, but it's just it, I don't know. It's just yeah, it's just funny to me that the music of this unfortunately was more successful than the series it came from. But I don't know. I guess that helps. I guess that helps in a way. And and yeah. But again, I do wonder how that influences future macro stuff here on out, which in itself. Um, Still has been kind of like in licensing jail. Um, I know, I know Studio New Way, which you're the Macross people, and then Harmony Gold, which has been the IP holder for Macross because they deal with all the Robotech stuff for like, you know, US distribution and those properties. I know they're making a movie or something going on there. I think they did have a deal recently. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means there's going to be actual like official Macross stuff finally going to have proper legal distribution of material it, for international alliances. I don't know. Here's hoping. Um, but... It's really fucked how that just doesn't happen. It's fucked. It's annoying. It's very annoying. It's like, why? Like, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's so strange because that... Because Harmony Gold has nothing else they're doing besides that. You know, it's, it's a little weird. It, like, that's their main money mill, right? Um, but... Um, yeah, I, like, on that, like, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, like, if it weren't for that, I feel like Macross could have been, and it is, it's big, but, like, it could have been as big as, like, a lot of these other mech franchises if it not were for the fact that it has such a strange relationship overseas because of the Robotech thing, you know, like, <laughs> because of, like, early anime distribution being a lawless lawless wasteland where yeah you're gonna you, you gotta do you gotta do something weird where you, to get to get to get anime or order a few companies doing it um but it's probably expensive or they're handling in weird ways and then dubs were still really bad or things like this where for some reason instead of just releasing something they're gonna cut it in a weird way and rebrand it and call it Robotech you know uh, like it's it, it it makes me think a lot of like wow I wonder like about the I wonder if none, I wonder like if without Robotech's existence like I wonder what would have happened to this right um 
But at the same time, Robotech's existence has certainly influenced mech in a lot of weird other ways, too. And, like, especially American sci-fi, too. I don't know. It's, like, it's so, it's so weird to think about. And Robotech in itself just evolving into its own original thing. But if it weren't for just the fact that it was just a weird anime cut of something that was its own thing. Like, you know, just, just a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts here. Um, I'm not really talking about the concert at this point, but <laughs> I'm really talking about Macros as well. But yeah, I, I, that's just really my point. Like, oh man, like, I feel like a lot more people would love this series and should, should appreciate the series. Like, if it weren't for the fact that it had such a strange distribution cycle. Um, and I hope that changes soon based on, like, recent news. Um, the best thing about the concert is that the girls clearly don't know how to do choreography. At some point midway through, <laughs> I think it was a, this is a two-hour concert. That's insane. That really puts into a lot of thought, like, oh my gosh, this is so exhausting. Like, but, like, an hour in, the girls, like, an hour in, after they're, like, intermission break, you know, they're changing costume, they're taking a break, they're drinking water, they gotta do what they gotta do. Um, these go-go dancers just come out. <laughs> these backup dancers just come out. It's like, what? Like, at first I was like, are these the girls? Like, why are they in weird hood? They're like in Organization 13 hoodies. Like, this is, this is their great. <laughs> they're in hoodies just doing insane rave dancing. Like, what is going on? And they just unveiled the cloaks and they're wearing, like, fun, like, 70s go-go dancer outfits. It's unhinged. And they were there to do dances because the girls could not dance at all. And, and that's okay. They're great singers. That's where their talent is. They you can't really sing and dance without needing to sacrifice one other of the things, right? But there were moments of choreography where they were trying to emulate what their characters do in the series, and it was just not good. <laughs> but it was it was sweet. It was like their first concert. I'm actually not that familiar with the actresses themselves. I wonder if this was like their big debuts too, and just in general in the acting world, or like with these big roles. But um yeah, they, you know, they were, like, thanking the audience at the end, and, you know, they were crying. It was, I don't know, it was just very sweet. It was just very sweet, but, but I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird that the music part of, like, the series, of, of this particular series, Macros Delta, was more successful than, like, Macros Delta, so there's that. Yeah. And we do have to owe Macros Delta for, like, a, a great, you know, speaking as we're ending August, oh, yeah. we're entering September. Um, mm -hmm. A great, great mashup. <laughs> yeah, the classic. If you know, if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. you know. Yes, it's that time of year. I'm gonna post the link again in the server. That's my duty to do that. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm a, it, yeah, it's been four to five years since the last macro. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Who knows? I was trying to think this whole time while you're talking about this of series where the music was more popular than actually that. I was wondering, John, do you have any ideas? Because I feel like we've talked about one before, but I just can't call it to mind. I got no idea. It's just like, it sucks ass, but God, the music's really good. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have an opinion, but you don't want to hear it. What? <laughs> you shiki. I mean, that's fair. I think if you didn't like it, but I... Hmm. It does have great music. It does. It has really good music. Um, you know, this wasn't going to be helpful. I don't know why I googled things that had really good music that people didn't like. That's not going to help me with anything. Uh, <laughs> 30 BuzzFeed articles. Um, no, yeah, I just can't remember. I feel like there was a show where we were like, damn, we did not like this, but that music's really good. Or like it had a really good opening or something. 
I don't know. Maybe it was. Oh, well, I'm looking TV now. Maybe it was. They were Disney supposed or... to have a. Oh, I'm. They were supposed to have another concert, and then the pandemic happened. Oh, and they just so went ahead with like... it now. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's been canceled. Okay. They never, they never reschedule it yet. Um, but yeah, wow. Okay, so it seems like there's gonna be another. <laughs> presumably, if whenever things are okay again. Um, it seemed like it was going to still be another whole year of these of these gals going around singing. <laughs> so it probably would have been more of Delta stuff for a bit before any new macro stuff happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, so, yeah, seems very dependent on these concert sales or the music of these girls now. And less of the series itself. <sighs> uh, I had something to say, but I forgot it. So, you know, <laughs> assume it was something really smart about Macross and the localization issues inherent to our mm-hmm. society. It was really smart. <laughs> Gosh, that was so smart of me to say right then. Really cool. Thanks, everyone. Uh, no. uh, yeah, it was just cut off by accident. It was. Just, yeah, yeah, it was just there was a technical error. Actually did it say was that. really good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really good. Everyone was really impressed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to win an award. A Webby. Or whatever i don't even, is that a thing still i don't even know probably because nobody gives enough of a shit to say no <laughs> it's true no one's like well we yeah, do this year. they yeah, still do the fucking navigator awards they sure do you exist online you exist online you get a webby there you go uh, let's let's get a webby happen. next year let's get a webby we should get a webby oh yeah, yeah. definitely I, I like i'll email have, them i feel like you just self-apply to those things you know yeah who gives a shit let's get a webby we probably we, you know, we could just say we did, and no one has to check. No one, certain, would, no one would argue. We need to start coming up with fake awards, and we're doing the website redesign just to put a bunch mm-hmm. of shit there. That's just like, goddamn, you know. It was just like this famous person said, "I love this so much." It's just like you can't check. No, they're not going to respond about it. Yeah, they don't no. give a shit. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I think that about does it then. Um, I guess, John, you can announce what our next anime will be uh, for this next month, what we're going to watch, since you picked it. Sure, yeah, I did pick this one. Um, We are going to watch The Tatami Galaxy, which uh, I don't know if it's streaming. I'm going to look it up right now. I I, I hope it is. It is. It is on Funimation. I'm sure it's on Netflix. It is on Funimation. So, uh... (laughs) You know, watch it however you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting that we, we talked about picking this before this happened, but like this, this month they announced they're going to animate the sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now seems like a good a time, as good a time as any to check it out. Yeah, because Dying Galaxy was like a while ago anyway, too. So it's nice to have a little refresh mm-hmm. for people who have seen it and for people like me who haven't seen it, who everyone keeps telling to see it. It's a good opportunity to see it. <laughs> hey, same here. That's basically why I'm doing it, because it's, it's yeah. something that folks have told me is great and it's time to get around to it. Well, let's fucking do it. All right. Um, all right. Um, that about does it then. Um thanks to everyone for listening as always if you go to patreon.com episodes one week early three dollars gets you all that yeah um yeah i don't know thanks thanks all 
thanks y'all out there yeah. for listening every time thank and you. thank you both for being here yeah that's it's it's great uh I, I will add this little note from maverick who will be back next week theoretically it said i had one kid in my class draw me ichigo from bleach because we did ask him to check in <laughs> what the kids these days thought about anime mm-hmm. i think that's pretty cool <laughs> R- report from the yeah report from the floor yeah, right, he did right. mention, yeah, they, yeah. They, he did mention they do watch like what we expected, which is yep. the recent stuff, like Mon, like uh, no, not Mon. Oh my gosh, Monster Hunter Great. Um, you always <laughs> want to say it though. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. <laughs> my Hero Academia. Demon Slayer. Yeah, My Hero Academia and Demon Slayer. <laughs> no, I always do the same fucking thing uh, every single time because I always call it Boku no Hero, right? Like I always call it that. Yeah, um, that, that helps. Yeah, that helps with that tongue twist. So then you see oh, MH. God. I also think Monster High School, Monster Group, Monster High School, or whatever, like the the, the Barbies type Monster, things, the brat. Yeah, you know Monster High. Yeah, Monster High. Yeah, yeah, the the, the dolls. Yeah, that are, I always think of that, yeah, and I'm just like, like when I see MHA, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why is this person talking about Monster <laughs> High or Monster Hunter? I, <laughs> Folks, there can only be so many acronyms in this world. Sure. And then when B and yeah, and then B and A came out, and that made things like, even though that didn't. <laughs> That's true though. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. that made it worse again. Ugh. Ugh. it's fine. <laughs> things can mean multiple things, but it's like. Ugh. Look, I'm at least glad that SNK is uh, now finally. Officially, yeah, it's officially yeah. back to just being the game company. Yeah, at least we have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, the show is ending. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone. <laughs> bye. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you next time on another episode of Unlimited Rowworks. Bye bye. <laughs>